morning, everybody. Oh, are we going? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting over here looking at my phone. You sly son of a bitch. How you doing, Hoops? Hey, now. Welcome to Enough, the only podcast where you can hear a couple guys talk about movies and TV. Hosted by the turkey boys, Ryan Eggner and Scott Sweeney. Blah, blah, blah. I thought I was hitting a post and totally wasn't. Way off. Rocking out to corn. Wow. Corn is one of the more underrated uh, contemporary rock bands of our age. We just lost all the fans. <laughs> They're out. The Corn uh, still exists. They came out with a new album recently, and uh, I didn't it's hear called it. like Baggy Pants, and half our fan base died of a drug overdose. Yes, <laughs> that is the title. Or suicide. Do we sound good here? I feel like. Yeah. Are we good? You oh, might have your headphones askew or something. Askew? We're sounding good. I'm hearing this in the monitor. View askew? Yeah. Okay, we're back. Let's get into it. The uh, Some news. I saw a new Julia Child drama starring Joan Cusack. It's coming to HBO Bonjour. Max. Oh, Hello! Oh, wait, that's Doubtfire, but uh, close enough. Unnecessary. They love way, make, whatever it is. They love making Julia Child stuff. Yeah, like... There was that Meryl Streep movie, and someone else did Julie it. Julie and Julia with friend of the show Anne Hathaway. Amy Adams, also a friend of the show. I was trying to make a segue, but I couldn't do it. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I don't think Julia Child is particularly interesting. Yeah, it's like she likes just, to cook. They're just gonna keep making biopics about her because it's like fun to do her Look voice. Look at all these meals! <laughs> oh my! Who's playing her again? I wasn't listening at all. Joan Cusack. Enemy of the show. Come on. Yes. I've had enough of the whole Cusack clan. Yeah, John Cusack, he's like a, a Nicolas Cage straight-to-video turkey guy these days. You leave Nicolas Cage out of this, but... Um, <laughs> Go ahead. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I don't think Cusack's made anything. I enjoyed uh, the Cronenberg, David Cronenberg movie he did, Rap to the Stars. Oh. And I thought his role in it was fine. Yeah. But I didn't, you know, he himself, I haven't really thought was really that important to any of the movies that he's been in since basically High Fidelity. Yeah, I was going to say. That was... Name another good John Cusack movie. People talk a lot about uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels or whatever the fuck that movie's <laughs> called. You know what I'm talking about. I don't. But... Um, gross Point Blank. Oh, uh, yeah. That one's okay. I that... guess. It's fine. That's one of those movies that like people who like movies feel like they need to lean on for some reason. And yeah. I never really understood the appeal. Yeah. But uh, brace yourself for some more news. A follow-up to the show Weeds is in development. Genji Cohen getting that work? I don't. I think she's not involved actually. But they're making this even though the original series went five seasons too long. They're like, let's bring it back for some more. It seems like a fun idea. Seems reasonable, yeah. But yeah, Mary Louise Parker's coming back <sighs> and executive on. producing, and it's Could just ya? like we don't need this. I don't know who would want this. That's a could ya. It's also a should ya. Would ya? And they shouldn't. No. And also, it's on stars oh, instead of Showtime. Jesus. I don't know how. Although, while got... we're on the subject, you know what I think about people who subscribe to stars, especially since it's being disbanded or whatever from Comcast? Mm. Stars subscribers, I think. That's it. Oh. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> We need a new Jeremy Renner song. Where, um, where's that album? I'm clamoring for it. It's not happening yet. <laughs> that one's the funniest. Yeah. 
But yeah, I thought it was crazy that that's going to be on Stars instead of Showtime. Showtime never lets go of anything. I don't know how they uh, weeds got away from them. Yeah, what has Mary Louise Parker been up to the last couple of years? Uh, probably waiting for them to greenlight Red Three, <laughs> the little series that could. Just kind of like hanging out. Oh, Red Two, Red and Red Two are both so bad. Yeah, they don't exist actually. Speaking of stuff that doesn't exist, how about William Fickner's directorial debut, Cold Brook? Oh, Cold Brook. Are you excited? That's a very boring title. Did you watch the? It has. Uh, friend of the show um he has a woman's name he was on sons of anarchy and he has a mustache he did that canadian mafia show and i can't remember him now like jessica chastain or something (laughs) Um, i gotta look him up yeah i don't know what that would be cold brook cole hauser it's kim coates friend of the the show kim coates a lot of friends of the show yeah uh, it looks real bad. Coldbrook is the story of two ordinary guys in a small town who embark on an extraordinary adventure. It's a story about coming home, something everyone, everyone has an innate desire to do. Mm-hmm. That just isn't even worded. Yeah, right. I don't even know what that was. I think that was a fan <laughs> written. It looks like Renee Zellweger happens to make an appearance in this, but it's actually not her. It's just a woman who looks like her. This Did- This movie has... Nothing about it that I want to see. And William Fickner is one of those guys. Good sidecar. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite sidecars. Like 90 credits for other people's projects. He's a scene stealer in Go. That's that's the movie I always think of when he gets... I like him in The Dark Knight. I think he's good in a lot of stuff. For folks that don't know who he is, maybe I'll post a picture of him. Uh, Yeah. He's a big that guy. Yeah. He did Traffic with the K. (laughs) Omar Epps. Oh, that one. That movie, The Neighbor. Oh, the neighbor! Remember that movie where he like no, intervened? I, don't. <laughs> I, I watched all of it. Oh wait, actually, yes, you do. That was a movie like the Quaid movie you watched Correct. last week, like The Intruder. Oof. It's like a him as a. Did we talk about? I talked about The Intruder last time, so we don't need to do that again. Thank yeah. God. No, but more news. <laughs> yep. The uh, they're making Scream Five because the rights to the Scream franchise got bought by some weird company through the Weinstein company I was getting say, shit. Harvey. Yeah. And now they're going to... I'm a famous guy. <laughs> Please. Don't ruin your friendship with me for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and they need to just stop it with the screams. I love the first three. The fourth one is an abomination. Yeah, I'm good. I don't want to see it continue. They probably won't even bring back more. my boy, David Arquette, for this fucking new take. And Wes Craven's dead. Like, just let it go. It's over. And what would even be, like, the new take on horror movies? You know, Scream's whole thing is, like... Right, the un-horror movie where there's, like, we're all breaking the fourth wall and woke. Yeah. What is there to even make fun of? How, like, horror movies have gotten slightly artsier or something? I got a bad feeling about it. Don't want to see it. No. Um... Do we want to talk about, uh... Unless they bring back Matthew Lillard and Skeet Ulrich as some sort of undead heroes... (laughs) Be right back. How about joke, Joker hitting the billion dollar mark and becoming the most successful comic book movie of all time? Is this the last yes. time we have to bring up Joker? I, think. I hope so. I hope so too. I feel like that's one more milestone that can't go unmentioned in a movie news show. Yeah, and then then we're done. That's it. Yeah, it's per- it broke all the records, all the stuff. It's all. I don't even know what to say about it. I'm tired of Joker. Is it snooze? He's laughing his way to the bank with all that dough. Do we want to talk about CGI James Dean? The very controversial story that everyone's up in arms about. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, they're 
they phrased it like he's gonna be in a new movie. They're like cobbling together a performance through old footage of him and new CGI. Didn't he die after like one performance? Yeah, I think like Rebel Without a Cause, and then he drove off a fucking cliff. I think yeah, he's only in like a handful of movies, right. and that's why the do only we one. give a shit? Yeah, because he was like the first guy to wear a leather jacket and lean up against stuff. Yeah, and guys have been like saying that they emulate him for years afterwards. Guys like Zac Efron are like, I'm a modern day yeah. James Dean. People are upset because they think it's like gross, you know, like bringing people back from the dead and Who doing cares. Like people are upset like when the uh, Tupac hologram. Yeah, or like when Carrie Fisher was in Rogue One, they oh. like CGI de-aged her. You after, stupid fucking blabbermouth cunt! After she was dead. <laughs> yeah. I, it is crazy. Like in 50 years, every movie that gets made will be VR and it'll be able to star whoever you want. You'll be able to like type it in beforehand. Well, in that case, um, we're going to need a lot more William Fickner work. Yes. The movie Simone will finally become a reality. Cod will be thrilled. Oh, I own Simone, thanks to Cod. Thank you, Cod, by the way. Appreciate that gift. Wow. Uh, Matthew McConaughey joined Instagram. That was big news. Wow. I didn't even mean to hit that one, but I just rolled with it because it fit. I'm going to fight the urge to say, all right, all right, all right. Now you can say it. Go ahead. All All right, all right, all right. Um, it is fun to do. I don't understand this late to the party celebrities joining Instagram thing that's sort of happening lately. Yeah, and it's. Yeah, like, I mean, Jennifer Aniston was the other big one. Yeah, that was like a news story. Everyone was like, "Jennifer Aniston is on Instagram. Can you even believe it?" It's like, yeah, it's just, well, she's, yeah, she's, she's promoting. I was a gonna new say she's show. promoting a new show on a network that no one knows exists. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that the network went out of their way to say that you're making an Instagram or you're not on the project. It's the most sensical thing I've ever seen. What's McConaughey promoting? That's what I want to know. He probably has some like hot indie turkey. What was your? You out. said mud too the other day. That was your, I'm not gonna take your <laughs> well, joke. Well, no, that's from uh, Nathan for you. Remember that whole bit where he's promoting pre- mud too. He's pretending to be filming mud too to get all these people that's to do. Very funny. One wow. of those things. Yeah. No, I don't remember that. I've a lot of. That's a great show to mention that we've never really discussed. Is Nathan for you starring Nathan Fielder on Comedy Central and now Hulu? Whole run is on Hulu. Correct. Including the series finale movie, which is like a legit masterpiece with that old weird Bill Gates impersonator. Oh, that's good. It's it's everything. Um, do we want to talk about the new Joe Pesci song? Because I do. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Hank is regretfully in. I mean, has anyone ever been more back than Joe Pesci is right now? We got the Irishman coming out. He's about to drop an album. He's got a song with Adam Levine coming Levine. out. Yeah, oh, Levine. Yeah. Levine. Levine. <laughs> your name's Levine. I always do that. I know. I'm going to get you. This is awful. I guess this is Joe Pesci yes. singing here. That shitty idiot with his bad <laughs> facial hair. I mean, what a lovely voice. One of the great crooners of our time, I think. I hope he has some funny songs like Celine Dijon and that stupid, you know, his old Anthony. I'm sure I do. Anthony Guambino, whatever that alter ego. That song was at least funny. Yeah. And yeah, Adam Levine of Maroon 5 fame. I did it again. You did it again. <laughs> but he comes in. Oh boy. There he is singing on this. He's like a big deal. Doesn't even say featuring Adam, whatever his name is. Levine. You got me doing it now. I know. I know. It's fucking creep. <laughs> this is the song. 
or let's play I'm gonna play a second of the of the song we like so much this is his old album that was like this makes sense <laughs> beautiful search Joe Pesci on Spotify guys it's kind of funny I need chicken fingers is it a chicken finger it's a chicken fingers and popcorn night and maybe chocolate covered almonds yes I'm I'm going in fans uh, we're doing an it might be a quick show we're going to see Dr. Sleep in a bit Mm. the new uh, you know The Shining 2 the new uh, Stephen King I think it's going to be pretty good yeah I do but we I got think s- that I'm I'm excited. Can't wait. We got some more news. There's some more Batman casting. They're uh, I saw that. close to casting Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Did you see that Andy Circus is getting roped into this too? They didn't even yeah. get reveal what he was going to be. No, but... he's going to be Alfred. I oh, guess. they did. Oh yeah. fuck. He gets way too he much work. Some motion capture outfit. Yeah, he's in. You know, new Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. He's directing Venom too. Yeah, like people enough, really enough. like him. Yeah. He ekes into everything. But uh, what do you think of Colin Farrell as the Penguin? You into that? He's bad in everything. Yeah. Eh. What about Miami Vice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. That's like his worst. I don't what know. What is he good in? I feel like he's good in something. Uh, there's movies that he's in that I enjoy, but that doesn't mean he was anything special. Like yeah. I liked The Lobster, I guess. Yeah. And I liked Phone Booth. Mm. And I like um, a good movie in Bruges, I guess. But uh, none of those were really that great because of him. He's kind of just like handsome, and, and he always feels interchangeable. He's kind of like the Gerard Butler mm. of his particular niche. They're sort of in a similar genre. He's Butler. Movies. Um, Keanu Reeves got a girlfriend. Her name is Alexandra Grant, and she's so old that they were on a red carpet together, and fans confused her for Helen Mirren. Whoa. And Helen Mirren was flattered by this because everybody knows how wonderful Keanu is. Yes. Looking forward to that whole... Yeah, people made a whole thing because he's like 55 and dating a woman who's, you know, not in her 20s, and they're giving him so much credit. And first of all, it's like, this woman's still nine years younger than him. Like, let's not... (laughs) Like, go crazy patting him on the back. Yeah, he's 55. She was, like, 46, I think. There's no way that woman is 46. It's true. Oh, I saw she looks print. so old. She's a little seasoned. Oh, man. But, yeah, people were going nuts for that. It's like, this is nothing. This is a could yeah. I saw that Disney Plus is officially working on a reboot of the Mighty Ducks franchise because they're allergic to new ideas. And they're just like, oh, that's a name people recognize. Let's go for it. Look out! And the series will be about a 13-year-old boy who gets kicked out of his hockey team, so him and his mom start their own team. Finding (laughs) players, coaches, the whole deal. And it sounds bad and pointless. And fans might remember my old pitch for how they should have done this. You bring back Joshua Jackson, who was in the original, in the Gordon Bombay coach role, you know, leading a new generation of scrappy sidecars. And then you bring back Estevez in, like, the Hans role, sharpening skates. That's a masterpiece. This new one, it won't be anything. It'll be a fucking write-off. I don't think they'll get any of the, uh, originals. Hank's snacking on some jerky right now. I tried to sneak it in because I was starting to feel sick. I know. 
<clears throat> I, when I don't eat, my blood sugar gets all screwed up. It's good. Um, There's a, a new Fox drama starring Stephen Dorff called Deputy. Have you ooh. seen the preview? Take a stand together. <laughs> it looks like Walker, <laughs> Texas Ranger, but it's Stephen Dorff. And I guess that's a show. It'll probably go for eight seasons and get His, a movie. The tenacity that Stephen Dorff has. Ooh. Are you a Dorff guy? Are you a Dorff no. man? No, I'm not. Okay, good. But I am. Because cool. he's been able to remain relevant for like 25 years mm. despite making tons of terrible career choices, choices mm. and having little to no chops whatsoever. Yeah, he's not He's great. hung in there. He's just like a guy. When he shows up in a movie, it's like, oh yeah, I guess you gotta... That staying power <laughs> is really impressive. Mm. Although he did kind of bring it in Blade in that villain role. Frost. Kind of crushed it there as Frost, yeah. But uh, I was also cruising through Netflix and saw that they have a new spinoff of the Queer Eye show. It's called uh. Queer Eye, We're in Japan! Exclamation point. And this isn't like a one-off special. I, You know, I just like clicked on it for a second. This is a full like spinoff show that has 14 like hour-long episodes. Netflix is just... Like, I, it, you know what it is though the queer eye guys through like that maybe that window of social media you may not have noticed like there's a whole lot kid, of chatter about kid, them I'm, I'm in all the windows <laughs> but yes uh, there's like an undercurrent of of just sort of them and they're they're sort of bleeding into everything so it's like I don't like that show and I think it's stupid but I kind of get it it's yeah. like they're striking while the iron is hot and they're just gonna beat it into yeah. the ground and no it's, it's not gone. it's not bad it's just not a show for me. And it's just the fact that Netflix has so much stuff, and it's like, oh, here's like a spinoff. Like, they went to Japan, and we got a, a 14 episode season out of it. It's just. You know, you're all solving all your problems on your own, and you get really good at solving all your problems on your own, and you get really excited about solving all your problems on your own. <clears throat> one, um, one of your worst drops. <laughs> yeah, but that was, that was I, I feel like it keeps one. getting longer every week, also. <laughs> There are three different ones. Okay, dope. Um, Disney yeah. Plus is out next week. Ooh, it's finally. I can't wait. We've been building up to yeah, this. Speaking for... of Mighty Ducks and you know other yes. fucking reboots, nobody, everybody's dusting off old ideas. The only person coming up with new ideas is Emma Watson, considering herself self-partnered <laughs> instead yes. of calling herself single. Yeah. that's just a fun way of saying she's too nuts to have a boyfriend. Yeah, and guess what? Self-partnered sounds significantly sadder than saying yeah, single. It really like, does. It's like, you need to explain it. It's a whole... Emma Stone, speaking of Emma's, Emma Stone's birthday was the other day. She's 31 we, now. We love Emma's here at the show. All Emma's. This yeah. is the Emma corner. Yeah. All Emma's are babes, and they're all cool. Um, But self-partnered is silly. Let's go ahead and not do yeah. that. We got some new movies this weekend. Doctor Sleep, which we're seeing shortly this evening. Exciting. Also, Midway, which looks like a remake of Pearl Harbor. Oh, and no. like a movie that we'd walk out midway through. I was really... I was almost trying to think of a way to send you the signal to do that joke. <laughs> and I noticed that you were going to... I could tell you were going to do it, and I got Is excited. It? And also... Put that coffee down. <laughs> that... This movie last Christmas oh. with Amelia Clark. A, a lot what going on that? here. First of all, little early for a Christmas movie. 
were, you know, not even that close to Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's like two weeks away. Just timing-wise, like, why don't you put this out December, like, you know, early December. Yeah, what are they hoping that it just does so well that yeah. it's relevant until, yeah, you like know, this, January Exactly, 3rd? like, this is, it's not still going to be in theaters on Christmas no. Day. It's going to bomb and just disappear. And also, this movie is based on the George Michael Wham song, Last Christmas. Oh, no. Yeah. Is it really? Yes. I love that song, but... Like, it says it in the credits, like, based on the George Michael song. And also, the screenplay was written by Emma Thompson, that actress, who's in... Consciously Uncoupled, or whatever the hell. Yeah. There's a lot going on in this turkey. That's a third Emma. And direct... Yeah. Directed by Paul Feig, who's just, like, all over the map, quality and interest-wise... A little late yeah. on the drop there, but here it is. Hey, here's a the song that inspired a feature film somehow. That uh Yeah. I wonder what they cobbled together <laughs> from a story for this. Amelia Clark and that Asian guy. The least believable couple on the planet. They might be a power couple. Is this George Michael or Wham? This is Wham. Okay. Yeah. But George Michael and Andrew Ridgely, gotta get the good call. The good respect. Call. I was I, gonna say Matt Lipschitz. <laughs> um, good enough. And also, I'm happy to announce that I've been hired by Wahlburgers to spruce up their menu with some. Oh, are we gonna read the menu that we created for them? Yeah, some oh, Wahlburgers. So good. Themed burgers. I'm on the Wahlburgers payroll now, and uh, I'm at Donnie. I'm a blue blood now. The whole deal. And some of these burgers. Like, I don't know why... They sound delicious, if I may say so myself. Yeah. I don't know why the Wahlburgers menu isn't fun like this. Like, why does a celebrity burger joint exist if not to have, like, fun, you know, Should we go back and forth and read a few of each other's burger ideas? Yeah. Okay. Like, I was thinking... You go first with one of mine. I have The Happening, which is a plant-based burger. Oh, this really, is your bit. I was really proud of that one. Oh, yeah, I'm doing mine. I forgot to write down yours. <laughs> And I, They're in the, the comments. The microprocessor with cheese and three kings. You know, three little sliders made by the four brothers. I made that a twofer. And uh, there was some more. Read some of yours. Yours were better than I mine. Had, I don't, mine were just defensive. <laughs> I had the Asian fusion, a burger that can't see because Mark blinded it in 1988. Wow. The Flight 93, a hot dog with pickle wings with a small plastic mark on top, fighting off a pile of hummus shaped like a <laughs> checker. That's inspired. <laughs> that's, Fuck. That's the stuff. I can't laugh at my own bit. Who else besides me liked that? I did. I guess Lucy did. Thanks, Luce. I think Tyler was Thanks, in, babe. too. Um, friend of the show. The Daddy's Home 2. Mark Wahlberg's erect penis shoved into a bun with his own shit as sauce. <laughs> That's when you got... You went a little <laughs> off the rails there. <laughs> That's just working blue for the sake yeah. of working blue. There's really no bit there. The Ted 2. A milkshake <laughs> that doesn't exist but still costs $27. <laughs> That's a home run. I loved that. The Mile 22, a Mark, uh, Mark Wahlberg's small body stretched out across a 22-inch pizza dough and baked at 600 degrees until Mark melts into the crust and then you eat, eat him. Oh. <laughs> that should be called the O. The Gambler, a meatball sub, but every other sub has an entire bottle of Ipecac in it. 
fun. And that and was now, all I had. I had a, a few more. The Fighter, which is a little underdog of a burger with a lot of grit. <clears throat> and The Lovely Bones, a ribs option. Slathered in wall sauce, I yes. believe was a side note. True, yes. And uh, The Perfect Storm, some sort of seafood option. I mailed it in towards the end, <laughs> but it was fun. Um, yeah, we'll repost that on the enough yeah, I'm Instagram. Gonna, and, uh, I'm gonna put that up right now because you know I'm not gonna remember. Yeah, Wahlberg family, get in touch. We're ready. We're ready to uh, make it happen. But we're crunched for time. Let's get into shuts real quick. Are we ready for shuts? Do you have yeah, any more? Yeah, we shut off uh, my news at that point. No, that's it. Okay. We shut off uh, best friends. There it is. Yeah, with is, Tommy Wiseau and yeah. Um, Greg Sestero. Eric Luoma, or whatever his name is. <laughs> Their latest collab. Yes. And the R in friends is in parentheses, so it's like, oh, best friends, best fiends. It's like, oh, that sucks and isn't anything. And enough with this duo. They suck. Like Tommy Wiseau from The Room, if you haven't seen it, they made The Disaster Artist about their relationship, making that movie. The thing it's, about The Room that bothers me is it was like a fun cult thing years ago, and then it kind of became everybody's thing, so it's not really culty anymore. Yeah. And then the second uh, Franco and those guys got a hold of it, it just went mainstream. <laughs> like, Greg Sestero has made an entire career out of making fun of his friend. Yeah. And just like laughing at him behind the scenes, and it doesn't seem like Tommy's in on it, and it's he, just dudsy and stupid. I think he's like forced to be in on it now. Like now he will when people interview him, he's like, "Oh yeah, like we meant it to be a dark comedy." And it's like, no, you didn't. Like, no, you didn't. Like not even no, a little bit. No, no, they didn't. That's why it's funny. Like the room is so bad, it's good. The new stuff they're doing is just so this average. Is, it's average. This is just a shitty movie. Yeah, yeah. We didn't make it more than ten minutes into this piece yeah. of crap. And it just doesn't even make sense. I'm out. I also shot Undercover Brother 2, which somehow exists. It's now on Netflix. Eddie Griffin did not return for the sequel, which shocked me. I'm not sure what he's doing that didn't make this possible. Yeah, what what else is there that he could be doing? Instead, they got Michael Jai White to play the Undercover Brother. I think he played Spawn back in the day. Yeah, and he's the my boy, tear your head off guy from The Dark Knight. Yeah, good little side role. Well, he... He's fine, yeah. but he's not a comedy or a comedic actor. He's yeah. not funny. No, and he's really bad in this. Of course. This movie... My horse. Surprise. Unwatchable. It's like a peg beneath a, a Wayans Netflix original whoa, movie. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> you my boys guns. out of here. <laughs> I love the Wayans brothers. Yes. And I also shut a Netflix documentary called The Game Changers, which is about health and fitness and the food industry. Sounds like something I should watch yeah. and actually absorb. You would love it, actually. Would I? It's they make a case for vegetarianism I'll and they fuck anything that moves. <laughs> okay, and they go into like how you know everyone says like you need meat, aka protein, to like get energy. Yeah. They go into how that's bullshit, basically. It's sort of a thing created by the a rumor, not rumor, but a myth created by the FDA. Yeah, I'm sure is what they said. They. They get well. The whole thing is like it's good for muscle building. You can't say that's not a thing, but yeah. you don't need it. You can live without it. You can be a vegan and be very healthy. Yeah. And if anything, your cholesterol will be lower. Your you'll definitely lose weight. Yeah. Unless you go and switch entirely to simple carbohydrates. But that's, if you eat a proper vegan diet, mm. it's it's much healthier for you in many ways. Yeah. 
That's the thing is the movie was making like so many good points. It made me feel awful about my That's disgusting diet, and I turned it off. You, yeah. know, you just <laughs> wanted to go heat up an Elio's. <laughs> go, <laughs> boy. I need it. I need a bite. But yeah, it was interesting. And that sounds it, interesting. Yeah, what's it called again? Um, the game. The fabulous changes. Mrs. Maisel. Yes. The game changes. Okay, I'm gonna add that to my queue. He's in. I can do it right here from the TV app, folks. Mm. And. Uh, oh, yeah. it's with that hand on the cover. I've been meaning to watch that. It looks like Ballers. Huh. That's probably why you've been avoiding it. Like it you've looks like the arm in Ballers. Yeah. You've been subconsciously disgusted by it. It's time to take a stand. Um, okay. You shut that, but yes. it sounds interesting. So yeah. it's like a shut recommendation. Did you shut at anything else? Nope. Want to do, much shuts, baby. Want to do proper reviews? Yes, please. Modern Love. Yes. New uh, Amazon Prime original series. Interesting hodgepodge cast. You got Dev Patel. You got Anne Hathaway. You yeah. got uh, that Catherine girl, Olivia Cook, who was She was the pregnant babe yes, in that in one. the first episode. But yeah, this is an anthology series. Everything's an anthology these days. It really is. But it's good. Like Every episode's its own thing. And you don't have to watch all of them. You actually gave me a nice cheat sheet. I did. Told me the good ones. So. Should we give the fans the cheat sheet? Yeah. Episodes three and seven. Six, I believe. I think The s- one with Anne Hathaway was my favorite. I thought that was super interesting. The, the concept of the show is it's called Modern Love because it's literally just about what it's like to love somebody in 2019 with all the different variables. Like there's a gay couple adopting a baby. Mm. There's a woman who's like deciding whether or not to have a baby with a guy she just met. She got pregnant, but she's a couple of years older. Um, it's the woman, the Anne Hathaway one is literally a woman who is an entertainment lawyer. She's a single, you know, beautiful woman living in New York City. Her mm. life seems great, and she's all happy in the beginning, but then you realize she has bipolar disorder. She has these insane, depressive lows. Yeah. And it, dating, I've dated women who have this affliction. It's it's challenging for everybody involved, and I think that's the point of the show is it's just like putting a different spin on the traditional love story, which I think anytime you take a different look at something that's been done before, that's interesting, mm. and that's I'm here for that. So this is a decent show. Yeah, and that episode in particular, like... They did a good job, like, slowly revealing that she was bipolar. Yeah. Like, they showed her in the supermarket, and, like, there were people... She's all, like, peppy and fun, and there were people dancing around her, and I was like, oh, no, this is going to become a musical. But <laughs> then it didn't, and then, like, you know, she gets really depressed, and it uh, it unfolded in a very interesting way. And then it became, like, a thing about her and her co-worker. It was very sweet and nice. Yeah. And all, the uh, it other, was great. The I other episode it. I watched was the one you mentioned about the interracial gay couple who they, take in they a homeless, homeless woman. woman's baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was like very funny. It had charming. the guy who plays the hot priest from Fleabag. I forget yep. his name now, but it's he's good. Yeah, and I like him. He has chops. I like him a lot. And Olivia Cook, who's in a like Thoroughbreds and Ready Player One. She was the That's pregnant girl. Who that is. Yeah, I like her. Right. I she like has her chops. Too. But yeah, that was... Good show. Amazon Prime just came out. Yeah. Tear through a couple episodes. It's a quick one. They're yeah. like 25-minute episodes, half hour, whatever. Ba-ba-ba. Um, Should we... 
We need to go to the feature. Should we sneak in 90 seconds of The Departed and then call it a show? Yeah. We gotta. We don't really I, have a choice. Yeah. I mean, we have I got more. it cued. We'll, we'll, we'll I was going to talk about Atypical Season 3, but that's not really going anywhere. No one gives a shit about that. Yeah. We'll be back with our Doctor Sleep review and more fun sooner than you think. Ten million. Ten. Wow. About your wife, Arnold. Had a crucial scene in The Departed here, folks. Well, I thought she was. She was. She wasn't. <laughs> but she got reliable. <laughs> <laughs> go right wire. Don't you people ever shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh. Another county heard from Uncle Manny. I remember the first few times we saw this of, you know, the five in the theater. Yes. Chimes in her hair for me. We thought this was so fucking funny, and we still do, 15 years later. It's one of the greatest comedies ever made. We can only hope that... Actually, if we have any fans that don't live around Boston, let us know, like, how you see The Departed. Like, if it's a joke at all to you, or if you actually think it's, like, a real good movie. That's because we're, like, insanely brainwashed by what a bit it is. And can't yeah, you, like, people who aren't from here might just think this is a movie that exists. Yeah, they're like, oh, you mean the Academy Award Best Picture winning Martin Scorsese directed The Departed? The funniest part about this movie, and we're coming up on 90, so I gotta shut it off. Well, well, well... Nothing about new guys. And Gloucester. That's it. that's it. That's 90. The funny part about this movie is that this is the fucking movie they choose to give Scorsese his first Oscar for and only Oscar for. Yeah. This is the one. They, they blew him off on Raging Bull, Casino, Goodfellas, Mean Streets. I think Gangs New York would have even been appropriate. Sure. But Love that movie. This is the movie they give it to. Yeah. That's his... What's the term for that? The... Like an industry Oscar or a... The... Like a career... Career Encompassing... There's like one word for it. There's I can't a, there's think a, of it either. Like a smarmy honorary, kind of, maybe. No. Yeah, it's something better than that. Take a stand together. <laughs> yeah, I just like come on. That's like his worst, all things considered. Like yeah. I mean, Kundun and like you know, the Last Temptation of Christ. Kundun. A couple other. Are, I liked it. <laughs> what's that again? Christopher on The Sopranos. <laughs> when he <laughs> to uh, Ben Kingsley, yeah. yeah. Sexy beast. <laughs> Fuck. Um, what do you got for plugs? Nobody wrote to us this week, so that's a plug right there. Fucking write us a letter, yes. bud. Enoughthepodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram Please. and Twitter. We don't have a Twitter. Maybe I'll make one. Make a Twitter. Yeah. yeah. And Take a stand. Listen to Uncle to Uncle, available wherever you can find our podcast. Take a stand together. And all podcasts. Okay, we've taken enough stands. <laughs> it's enough stands. <laughs> My goodness. But uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Skip Seasoned if you want. I like how you always give people the option to yeah. not follow you if they don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Like they're, you're you're reminding the folks that they have free will. Yes, they, um, they need. I'm on Instagram it. too. You don't have a choice. You gotta follow me <laughs> at Ankner A N K N E R. Don't forget the second N, or I'll shove it up you. Oh, oh, what the fuck! This fucking guy over here, fucking. That's it. Yes, we're off to Dr. Hey, have Sleep. have a goo one, man. Yes, please have a goo one. We'd have, love that. Have a goo. Listen, buddy, we gotta go. We gotta go see the brining. <laughs> Is that on, Mike? Yeah. Brine! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I'm aiming on my head. 